Brad? Yeah. Matthew? hey Theme song. And you guys are nerds. This is a nerdy podcast. It's a nerd show. <laughs> Call me Kane Reference Holloway. I, I bet you get Hannah Banana a lot. No, because my name's not Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the nerdiest goddamn thing you can do. Fuck you. you. Unbelievable. Un. But goddamn leaveable. Porkins is 300 because that's how many pounds he is. Porkins, what up? Porkins is red six. <laughs> you want to take a hot stab in the dark? Or Taryn Nibotten has. She has just as just much charm as 80s OJ. On. Classic, what's his face? Marv. Oh, I know his face. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, he's a face guy. Oh, he's he's all face. <laughs> he escapes and he. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I have two questions. Why and how dare you? Nick, you're sick. I'm not sick. You're sick. It's a sick thing to do. You want to give me My guys... instinct is call you idiots, but... You bunch of fucking dumb shits. You're right. You got me there. Me? I'm a snack. <laughs> Hello, citizens of all eggs ago. She's stumped. You know, it was because I was being a fucking nerd. You didn't see it, idiots. <laughs> Fuck you, fans. It was a lot of moments in that movie. I was like, fuck you, fans. I'm going full on dick out. Casey. uh, Yes. What a weird transition. (laughs) Full on dick out, Casey. Anyway, Casey. Next. Hi, guys. Welcome to Well Actually Pod. I am your host for now because we are still missing Kane Holloway. Kane, if you can hear this message, we love you, buddy. And we can't wait to have you back on when you're back in town. Uh, but for now, I'm your damn host. I'm Holly Brown Beans. I'm so bad at this part. I'm Queen Hannah Banana. I am tearing me butt in half. I'm Holly, abortion Holly. I'm left wing hash browns. Am I missing any of these? You're you're definitely missing some, and I I'm just probably missing like don't 25. <laughs> which ones? Well, that you, voice you covered it. That voice right there is uh, don't call him Bradley's, aka pat me butt hard. Pat his ass hard. I always get that wrong. <laughs> pat his ass, ass, ass hard. and the big Lewandowski. Yep. Um, so lucky co-host. With that good <laughs> I know, right? He's the co-host of my life. That's you are. accurate. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do pat your ass hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are joined today by Jaws super fan, someone that is part of my family, my sister's amazing boyfriend, Matthew Kaczynski. Thank you so much for being on, Matthew. Thank you for having me. This is uh, yeah. great. Never been on a podcast before, so really excited. Okay. We've been wanting to have him on for a multitude of things. But we just keep. We already have done some of the things that he's actually like a crazy, crazy <laughs> expert on. And then we asked him what else he's absolutely obsessed with, and he loves Jaws. So this worked out well in the middle of summer. Right in the middle of summer. Yeah, as summer a blockbuster, blockbuster that it was. Um, a little about Matthew. You uh, work for Blizzard. Yep. Which is fucking so cool. I know our Producer listeners are going to love that. Producer over at Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is incredible. I know. Yeah, dream job. Yeah. A lot yeah. of fun. God. Dream, dream job? job? What's <laughs> that like? Dream job. <laughs> but in all reality, I think my dream job would just be like someone paying me to like eat Make popcorn or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That too. Uh, my bad. So you guys are living the dream. <laughs> right. You're, you're yeah. nailing it. Yeah, I think my dream job would be someone paying me for my services. (laughs) (laughs) That's my dream job. That's the key is getting paid for it. Well, Matthew's a horror expert, too. Yes, we're going to expect to have him back on because he knows a lot about a lot. We're going to do some cool stuff this fall for Halloween, so I'm sure Mm -hmm. he'll be back on. You guys are speaking my language. I love it. To talk some good goodies there. Yeah, but today we're going to focus on Jaws. Before we get into the pod, though, let's just do a recap of life. 
<laughs> really quick. Um, let's just talk about, you know, we do this segment called um, My Fam Has Rats. So My Fam is whatever you loved that happened to you this week. Has Rats is whatever fucking sucked. So, ooh, what the heck is ours, babe? I just said ours because we have one life now. <laughs> one <laughs> we life. have one life to live. I know. Um, I'm. I guess do the you fam one? would be your fam. We're in Long. We're oh, in yeah. beautiful Long Beach. We are at Casey and Matthew's home. We're in location. Sponsor us, Long Beach. We, <laughs> <laughs> <It's> a Long <laughs> Beach sponsor. No. <laughs> if only I can convince you guys to move down here. Yeah, I know. You know. It's so awesome down here. So we've been down here for the weekend, enjoying yeah. the beautiful weather and. Hanging out with Casey Matthew. I know. And Lucy, the cutest bulldog. Oh, if you ever. have seen my Instagram post, you've seen Lucy yeah. the pa- this weekend. Just hope she doesn't start snoring. That might. <laughs> I get more like responses when I post Lucy to like pretty much anything I get. I support that. It's, it's 100% <laughs> and it's all expected. hard eyes. It's all yeah. people like drooling. They're so in love with this dog. <laughs> but yeah, we've been in love. Honestly, if we could. <laughs> this is going to sound sad. When we make a living doing this podcast. I'd fucking move to Long Beach. Yeah. Wow. Don't pause too long, uh, Brad. No, I'm not moving <laughs> without you. I thought there was more to the sentence. That's no. all the only reason I was talking. Yeah. I've, I've told you that we should move. It's down so here. I love fun. It. If you're a Long Beach listener, um, you got it. You, know, you got it going on in you your gotta, town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're a Long Beach listener, you don't even know how good you have it. They right, don't I, even I know. gave our fam. What's our rats? Our rats is, uh, I don't know this goddamn quarantine. I don't have anything. Okay. It's pretty redundant. I feel like, you know, I don't want to go. I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's okay if you don't have rats. I don't, you know what? That should be positive, right? Right. No has rats. No has rats. I think just, I'm, I'm happy to be out of our house so much. Sometimes like it feels like we're in an Airbnb that the, the hosts are just still there, but I also love the hosts. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, how do I save this? I'm really not doing well. So, Matthew, what about do you anything? Have a, a yeah. Rats or fam? I think uh, fam wise is that Casey and I have gotten into a great routine that I love to celebrate. Uh, Wednesdays, we watch action movie Wednesdays in yeah. which uh, she has a great rom-com repertoire and great Disney mm-hmm. repertoire, but has not watched all the great 80s and 90s action flicks that I grew up loving so we've been able to go through some of the commando um watch jaws this week obviously for the podcast nice. some great uh uh time cop and, and those type of movies so oh, that, yeah. that's always something to look forward to so getting into a routine and you know she's been able to weather my crazy um mood swings during quarantine and just just it's great to spend that time and i know that there's a lot of folks yeah. out there that are alone during this so it's really nice to be able to spend that time with somebody that you love. Yeah. So that's that's the fam. Oh, um, beautiful. That's the best fam ever. <laughs> what, if, what if Matthew's has rats is like, my has rats is this dumb idiot I live with <laughs> named Casey. Do you know her? My girlfriend's fucking sister and yeah. her boyfriend are always coming over here. It's uninvited guests that just hang out in our apartment. No, we love we love having you guys over. This is great. We love it. And it's it's nice because it makes it feel like you're back to some sort of normalcy mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, rats wise, you guys probably, you know, I know you talked about some of this stuff on, on the podcast before, but like it just seems like right now they're all the conspiracy theorists are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's just like what the conspiracy theory of the week is. And I feel like I'm living in a weird, surreal reality. Yeah about what people think is a logical thing. So like any conspiracy theorists out there, 
you're my rats this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Yeah. Especially if you what? believe in the conspiracy theory. What, have you, is there one that's re- that you've heard <laughs> yeah. recently that's stuck in your brain? Yeah, one recently of um, uh, this whole idea that there are 400,000 kids each year that are kidnapped and uh, trafficked outside the United States, which is completely false, and it takes about a two-second Google uh, search to find that right. one, you know? Yeah. I don't know where that started, but I've seen Wayfair. That. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wayfair started it. I know, right? You know, so it's one of those things that I don't know where it comes from, but it's, you know, it's out yeah. there now and people believe it. So it's I crazy. don't, I don't know. Sometimes on Twitter too, I go on these deep dives and then like, I don't, it, when there's like 20 people saying that they all agree with something, there's a part of me that's like, what am I missing? Did I miss something where all these people <laughs> are agreeing on this thing? And I've never, I know it's not true, but then why do they think it's so true? And, um, I mean, obviously the fucking 5G conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah, About right? the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I, I genuinely, when I meet somebody, I don't know if you feel this way, that said, if they say the 5G conspiracy theory, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I can't be your friend anymore. I just can't. Unless you're going to look me in the eyes right after you say that and go, I'm ill. <laughs> then I can be like, okay, cool. Also or I, I got you. Yeah. In the head. By I was, a horse. I was dropped at my head by my father from Deep Impact. <laughs> yeah. Call back. That's a great hazard. Because that's because those people are coming out of the woodwork even more. Yeah. Now that everything's pretty much okay to say yeah, in 2020. Say whatever. You say whatever you want and you're not going to, you know. And I think they spread faster than when I was a kid. Like, you'd always mm-hmm. hear the urban legends, you know, but with the internet and I, I guess my uh, relatives getting spam in their inbox, it's like, oh yeah, some anonymous person sent me this so it must be true. Mm-hmm. Right. And then they forward it on to me and I'm like, first of all, you probably have a virus. Thank you for sending it along. Right. Second of all, like, this is the most insane thing ever. Did you think to like check yeah. Do a simple you? fact check. <laughs> like well, you said, two second Google search yeah. will immediately prove this wrong and you can go about your day not worrying about go. these children. What do you think yes. it was like in the 1960s or 50s when somebody would say something and you didn't, you had a library. That was your Google. You didn't have Google. So you'd mm-hmm. be like, you know, did you, can you believe that George Washington like ate you know, rat fetuses. <laughs> you said something wild. You just and turned then, that in. That's now a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's right. good. I'm going to see on my Facebook I'm, feed next week. Thanks, Holly. George you're Washington. Welcome. I know. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton really missed the mark. It did not include anything about that. But yeah. like someone could say that to you in 1950. And then you as a person would be like, what? Maybe like I, I get I don't know. There's so much I don't know. Maybe you would believe it back then. There's, yeah. there's more urban legends and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Urban legends are cool, though. Some of them. Spooky. They're spooky. Yeah. Why does it, the word urban legend always make me think of like a child on a hill? There was a and movie. that's it. <laughs> I think, what the fuck kind of <laughs> urban legend is that child on a hill? What is that? That's, there's not even an urban legend that correlates with a child there on a hill. There fucking is, and it's an Irish one, and it's about some kid on a hill. And he probably rolled down it, and he probably said like, Heidi <laughs> What? I don't know. That was a countryside legend, not an urban legend. <laughs> yeah, that works. Did you ever see the movie Urban Legend, the horror movie? I have. No, yeah. I haven't. Like a killer who would just teen, I guess they were in college, slasher, uh-huh. and the killer was killing everyone in like classic urban legend ways, like pop rocks mixed with soda or whatever make your stomach explode shut you never the heard hell that? up this sounds cool <laughs> uh, it's cool it's uh, not it's scary not scary at all it's so i can goofy. watch it i mean it was supposed to be scary but when you rewatch it yeah like joshua jackson's in there 
I don't. Do I remember who else? I, it there? wasn't memorable enough for me to actually even remember the plot synopsis. Yeah, so I, thank you for covering that because <laughs> I would have been like, I remember seeing it. Yeah, tell me about it. Can't say a thing about There's it. There's some fucking sure. horrible. But I know they put like a dog in a microwave at one oh, point. Man. Oh man, that's like God. an. I don't remember that. I remember a movie called like Strays or Cats. Where they ended up killing the like vicious cat that was terrorizing him by 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 putting the cat in the microwave. Yeah. Oh. Fuck. It was on USA. It was like a made-for-TV movie. Oh you my know? god. Oh my god. It, was, it was like you know like how you know it was after Jaws like all these movies started to come out with whatever animal that we could make yeah. scary. Well, they went through the whole list until in the '90s they finally got down to like cats, <laughs> like stray cats. <laughs> right. that, that's terrifying. So we start out with a. 25 foot shark that you know swallows <laughs> right. you whole to a cat that will scratch you ouch uh need to get rid of these sharks pests, you know? dinosaurs cats yeah. you know because there was a arachnophobia with yeah. spiders oh, yeah. there was a movie i watched as a kid called claws was about a uh, a, a big uh, grizzly bear oh uh, yeah it was the first horror movie i ever saw with my dad he thought it was a hunting video oh and he no pops it in and and we didn't stop it after we noticed it was a horror film. We watched the whole thing. Oh. And I still have very vivid memories of, of that, that movie. Yeah. Ooh. Was at any point, did your dad go, my right. bad? <laughs> You're right. No, no, he did not. <laughs> and we still, actually for Father's Day, I found a copy of it on VHS on like Amazon and I bought it for him for Father's oh, Day nice. as like a joke, you know. I, I've never actually like re- sat down and rewatched the yeah. whole thing. You we know? gotta but do it. We gotta have I, it. I, we I, should. I, I, we I should. think it should. Yeah, it should probably go on that. But That would be funny. That's a, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. What, what were we, do- oh, we were talking about, what were we talking about? Oh, the cats in the fucking microwave. Okay. What kind of urban legend is that? And also, I don't even think Dexter Morgan would do that. I don't yeah, even, no, like, he killed animals as a young child. Spoiler alert? I don't know. <laughs> Dexter's like 10 years old. It's okay. I know, spoiled. but you haven't seen it, so I, I didn't want to spoil I, it for I, you. But you can't get mad. You're window of opportunity to be mad about spoilers is pretty small. You got like a month after, if you haven't seen the thing in a month, you don't the, care that much about man, it. Man, you're ruthless. <laughs> I say a year. I say I, give it a year. I think there are some things that should be spoiler free forever. Like some Game of Thrones, like season yeah, three, the Red true. Wedding. Like, yeah. you know, that, that needs to be spoiler right. free. Six Sense, you know, uh, that one. Like you can't, you can't spoil that for anybody. You that, I, that I, I don't believe in spoiling stuff, but I'm just saying, I know, I'm also one that I'm like, I'm not going to get mad if someone spoils Something that's old. I'm like, if I didn't know that, whatever. I sh- Brad the spoiler. Care. That's your new name. <laughs> spoiler boy. Spoiler boy? Not that. That sounds like you just <laughs> drop off old milk or something. Sounds old like an spoiler urban boy. Legend, like some, the spoiler boy urban legend. I don't know. Ooh, we can add. make up a story on that. He's, but he that's sits a, on a hill. Or stands on a hill. <laughs> Shut up. Drop I, spoiled milk <laughs> on the city residents of Ireland? I don't, you know, some Dublin or something? Take I don't know. spoilers on cars. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I like Brad oh, the Spoiler. Man. It's like Vlad the Impaler. But Brad the Spoiler. I'm I'm always pretty conscious about not spoiling stuff. Man, that'd be like a funny Tim and Eric sketch of like some person that just comes in and drops like the biggest spoiler to a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, anyway, see you later. I'll see you around the office. By the way, Rosebud is the sled. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly. what other I that was so annoying about Game of Thrones. People, I read the book books before the show ever came out. And I never spoiled any of that shit. And then as soon as the show mm-hmm. got out, people would watch it and immediately tweet about it. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, God, you guys don't even know. I didn't tell you Ned Stark was going to die. Well, I, was, I didn't tell you <laughs> Jon Snow gets murdered at the end of Dance of Dragons. 
Well, now it's like it's not even as it's more simple than that, because if you go on Twitter, you see what's trending and it'll be like trending hashtags and Uh, say you're watching a show that is leading towards thinking something like Game of Thrones or you're watching a competition show. And if it says like hashtag, you know, I watch RuPaul's Drag Race. So it'll it it spoiled it for me because it was the right before the or right after the finale aired. I didn't watch it yet, but I looked on Twitter and said hashtag Jada Essence Hall. Mm. And that's a drag queen's name, but it didn't say hashtag the other queen. So I was like, God damn it. Now I know that Jada won. Like that's all it takes is a simple hashtag and you put it together. Yeah. So it's fucking annoying. So stop it. (laughs) Hashtag well actually. Yeah. No, you definitely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get into Jaws? Let's get into Jaws. I I have a lot of fun facts, but I do want to briefly talk about why, why, what Jaws means to you. Yeah. I mean, as a, you know, there's there's very few movies that I think stick with you your entire life that you can like mm-hmm. reference back. And I think that within like the consciousness of pop culture, Jaws is there regardless of if you've you know watched it or not. And for me, it was one of those like seminal moments of not only fear, but storytelling and, you know, all the memorable lines and just the, the, the whole movie itself. Um, you start to compare all the other types of creature features or horror movies mm-hmm. or thrillers to that benchmark, and rarely do you find one that compares, especially mm-hmm. on all the marks that Jaws does. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know how old I was when I first saw it, but they're just those scene, you know, Quint's death, like that thing is seared into my memory oh, man. for all yeah. of I know, you know, all of eternity. I didn't know? remember most of the movie, but I remembered <laughs> that because I watched it when I was a little kid. Oh. And I remember, I, I don't remember when it came on. I was like, oh yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I just couldn't even remember. I couldn't even tell you like famous lines, but that one was. Oh man, well, you hadn't so seen rough. it in twenty per- something I've years. Been, I've probably, probably haven't seen it in twenty years before we watched yeah. it for the pod, which is crazy. But yeah, I don't and, know. I don't know. It's like to me, Tremors and Jaws, not that they're the same caliber, but Mm -hmm. they're the same type of movie. And I was so scared of Tremors as a kid because Mm -hmm. we lived in L.A. And I was like, well, obviously these Tremors are happening in real time because (laughs) (laughs) the Northridge earthquake happened. And then Jaws in my brain, I was just it's just like that monster association where I I felt too real. I don't know why. And we live by the beach or, you know, not by the beach, but in L.A. closest to the beach and. I would swim. Tell me that you didn't swim in a swimming pool as a kid and look behind you that there might have been a shark in there. Oh, all the time. Right. Well, and, and I, I grew up swimming in like ponds and lakes, not like <gasps> swimming pools. Oh, so like shit. your foot hits some like algae or something like that. Oh. Or yeah. And, you know, oh it's just God. like you want you can't get me out of that water fast enough. And then, you know, even like pond water isn't as clear as mm-hmm. like most ocean water. Yeah. So you look down. Even it might be 15 feet deep. You still can't see the bottom. So Shit. just like that unknown terror. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets you, you know? We were at a lake house when I was a kid. I was probably in sixth grade. And my brother and I swam at night. Like uh, there was like a little floating dock. Wow, brave. So we went my and God. swam out. And I remember we like got to the floating dock. And then we looked back and we we're like, we have to go back. <laughs> And I've never swam so fast. It was pitch black outside. You can't see shit in the water. You weren't scared going just, there? I would have just spent no, the night out on the dock. I, know, <laughs> was, right out and like, I don't know where we got the nerve where to Brad go, go? Out He's there. out on the dock. I don't he's, know. He's, he's been lived, out there all night. There now. <laughs> he's not going yeah. back. But yeah, not being able to know what's around you or see. Oh, oh my that's God. fucking scary. Yeah. Oh, you couldn't pay me money to go on dark water right now. Yeah. I don't care where it is. I mean, a swimming pool, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Pond, absolutely. I don't give a fuck if it's a fucking anchovy brushing up my leg. I'm like, get, <laughs> get out of here. You're going to eat me. I don't know what to do. But yeah. No, thank you. Um, but Jaws, though, 
what's interesting, I love your this pick for you because I know you as this huge horror buff, mm-hmm. and obviously Brad too, and you know so much about horror, and you you know you work on that in your whole life. You mm-hmm. work in horror, and you're trying to kind of live that life. And Jaws doesn't jump out right away as a horror film or a scary it, movie, yeah. but it hits those marks. Right, it does. And I think that's like the genius of Jaws is that it has every single genre mixed mm-hmm. in. It's a comedy at a certain point. It's a mystery. In fact, I always I always think of Jaws as like a two-part movie, and the first part is a horror movie, and the second part is like an adventure movie. As soon as they're out on the boat, it's like this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're about yeah. to go tackle this beast, and the yeah. music turns, you know, the 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 tone changes. Big time. It, yeah. Even even when you f- see the uh, see, see the shark for the first time, I think Steven Spielberg is very cognizant of the fact that he's like, okay, it's no longer scary. The scare is in the mystery. And you see the shark and then you have this whole comedic moment of, you know, trying to get a picture, you know, for scale. And I'm mm-hmm. not going to walk out there. And this is like a funny moment, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and there's the mystery elements to it. There's very touching moments. So, yeah, you can look at it through many lens. But with the horror lens, it very it, it meets like beat for beat a master class in storytelling for horror. But I it know. also does that with many other ones as well. I so. just knowing you, like sometimes you'll talk about these horror films that I've I mean I can't name all of them right now, but you know, say it's like hereditary mm-hmm. or something gent like everyone knows to be horrifying. Right, right. And I'm like, oh I can't watch that. Oh I can't watch that. And then when you pick Jaws, I was like, Yay! <laughs> a horror movie I can watch. I know, right? Yeah. It was just such a cool pick because not yeah. only is it so iconic it is a horror film so it is so you but it's also so accessible right and right. it's uh, it's it's just like what a fucking what a backstory too to this the project right oh, itself. Just r- a nightmare yeah a nightmare production. production fucking steven spielberg like weaseling his way onto the lot meeting people you know smiling and chiming around being a little white privileged fuck and then he just meets people and be- starts becoming a director that way. Not that he doesn't study the craft. Of course he did. He's a phenomenal director. But the ch- the happenstances of, like, the 1970s, you know, with George Lucas got similar stuff. And, yeah. And then he – we were watching this documentary about it, and it was so fascinating that he saw the script of Jaws. Somebody else was already attached to direct it. You might mm. already know this. Mm-hmm. And um, Steven Spielberg said – Hey, I know I'm not your like first pick, but if anything happens with this other director, I'd love to do this movie. Like he was not set to direct <laughs> this film, which I think is crazy. And then um, the guy, something happened with the guy. They just didn't quite like the vision he was going for with the movie. And he then didn't read I, the. I, but he thought it was about a whale. Yeah, I, yeah, I heard yeah. it was. I heard yeah. he was like when he was describing the opening scene. He was like, and then you see the whale. And yeah. it was like, if you can't tell the difference between a whale and a shark, like you don't belong on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so they booted him as a director and then they called Steven. They were like, hey, remember when you said this thing? And at that point, Steven Spielberg was directing another movie and he was like, oh shit, there's some huge stars attached to this. I think like, I don't know, I'm not Burt Reynolds, but somebody with a mustache was attached <laughs> to this Every other actor movie. in the 70s. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> well, yeah, that's, yeah. And he had done Duel before already and he was like oh this is kind of similar of like this unknown thing hunting people i haven't actually seen it have you seen it i've never seen it either because i I heard it's jaws but with like a semi truck or something exactly that sounds so much lamer than a fucking shark it was like a movie of the week or jaws Jaws. yeah but yeah he had done when he saw the script he's like oh i think there's this i can do this Uh because i know what 
what this movie, how it could be laid out. But he was, but the shark was supposed to be in the first scene and all that stuff on like the storyboarding of it. It has like the shark everywhere and then they couldn't get the goddamn thing to work. So it was the genius, the most greatest gift we've gotten because it's know. so much scarier that oh yeah 100 you don't see it and you just get the pov mm-hmm. sometime and man well it's it's so much more real mm-hmm. it's like you even if we didn't think it was if they weren't going for scare they were it was so real that you wouldn't see it in the water when yeah. you're swimming around you wouldn't even think it's there until it's there i yeah. i always reference jaws alien paranormal activity blair witch project mm-hmm. you know even halloween where you rarely see you know that the 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 villain of the movie mm-hmm. and that builds it to be a lot scarier like what is jaws in the movie for like four minutes you know right. mm-hmm. uh same with alien and that is a lot scarier because it can be anywhere instead of if you show it on the screen all the time a it becomes uh you start to decomp- you know decompose it in your mind about yeah. like what it really is and and uh it just doesn't get as scary as when it's built up in your mind of what it could be mm-hmm. the, you know the, the shots in jaws where Jaws is on full display, I think are I, obviously we're we're disconnected from the time period. But watching it now, I'm like, oh, those are weaker. Yeah, it's so much stronger where you can just like see the shadow moving. Yeah, yeah. Under or the, yeah. it's that one where the uh, they're in the pond and the guy who's helping him with the mm-hmm. boat gets it, and you can just see you see Jaws mm-hmm. underwater like come to start to grab him. Yeah, but it's under like it's you know, and then you just filtered. see the effects of him. Yeah, you see the leg go to the yeah. bottom of the pool. You know, it's just but it's like, filtered oh. through the water. It's not like when Jaws is up out of the water looking around, right. and it's like, ooh, it's fucking scary. Or just when he attacks the kid. And you just see like the fins kind oh, of flipping God, yeah. around all this stuff. It's like, oh, Damn. you see the geyser of blood come out of the I water. I did not remember that like, a kid died. And I just remember asking, I held uh, Brad and I was like, tell Alex me a Kittner. child isn't murdered in this movie. Definitely. And then he was. And then, oh, man. But what a fucking scene when that mom comes and slaps the shit out of that. What's the sheriff's name? Brody. Brody. Chief Brody. He, he, the mom comes up and he's like, I heard you knew. And then he slapped him across the face. And that's like, like the that's difference between Jaws and every other creature feature are those moments. They're mm-hmm. characters. It was a child that died. Yeah. They acknowledge mm-hmm. that. And that makes it more real. And like, you know, a community would be outraged. <laughs> of yeah. a kid mm-hmm. That you knew, like you, the chief of police knew there was a shark out there and kept the beats open and the kid died in front of everybody. Yeah. That's horrific. And you, you almost know? had like a, a, you have the main villain, which is the shark. Yep. And then you have these, this mini villain in the mayor who is mm. trying to not, you know, trying to do everything he can for the city, but not for the people. Yeah. That's it's like, yeah. it's, he's, he's like Donald Trump in 1975. Yeah. Like this, yeah. this rewatching this movie through the current lens of you, things you go, i was like oh do don't that. Clo- <laughs> yeah don't close the beaches there's a shark out there yeah. don't close down bars and restaurants there's a pandemic out there <laughs> you know it's uh, you know and it takes people dying in front of you to someone you know, tweeted to that, that recently like remember in jaws when we knew <laughs> they knew it was happening and they just kept keeping it open and people kept dying like that's literally oh, what shit. we're going through delusion? What a peril. Yeah. I, had, I did not put that together but <laughs> let's that guy but he does have that Fucking sweet ass sports coat with all the anchors. Oh on hell it. yeah! Oh, oh he's yeah. got his his wardrobe is an A game, you know. It's, and it's Brody's like, <laughs> I don't know, is it a Bronco or whatever? But has no top. Yeah. That thing is oh. fucking awesome too. <laughs> you would like that? It's cool. I like a Jeep style. You know. I like a Jeep style. It, it comes with being chief of police. That yeah. was like in the package. I'm sure it was in the contract. You know. Okay, can we all? I need a little help understanding why, if you hate the water, you would accept a chief of police job that is, I would say, by I, and large, half monitoring water activity. I, I, you know, that's that's interesting because even like reading the book, by the way, if you haven't read the book, oh. don't bother. It's not great. <laughs> oh, really? 
Oh, it's so bad. Like, it's a you, fucking you th- bestseller. Right, yeah. You think that the book is going to be this amazing inspiration uh-huh. for this incredible film, and then you go back and read the book, and it's the characters are unlikable. There's a lot of subplots with like the mafia and Hooper and uh, Chief Brody's wife, Ellen. I think it's her name. Do they have uh, sex? Ha- ha- has an affair. Yeah. You know, it's oh just like, God. it's just like off the wall, just like kitchen sink is thrown into the story. Mm-hmm. And they did such a great job of like whittling it down to the, to the key the pieces. core of it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's just one of those things though that uh, one of the under, you know, underscored in the movie a little bit in the book is, is he running away from something in New York? You know, mm. is he trying to find that like quiet life? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I like that aspect of it that it doesn't explain it in the movie because you have this context. And I think this is for me as a fan. I don't think this is substantiated anywhere. But when they're doing the scar scene on the boat and everybody's talking about scars, Chief Brody lifts up his shirt. Yeah. And I know it's a, it's a it's a real scar from the actor. But in my mind, I'm like, maybe he was shot. Maybe he, you know, maybe he's like wanting to get out of a, to a small life town, to a small life town, yeah. but he doesn't want to talk about it. It's like that type of, we don't need to explain everything about yeah. this. I you love know? that. I always preferred to leave it open-ended. Right. Cause it's it a richer does. character. It you know? gives you enough to be like, to question like, uh-huh. why would he do this? But then you can tell everything in Roy Scheider's, uh, you know backstory no his actual performance that you're like there is something that like the it's way so he subtle feel, it's yeah great. it's brilliant you know he feels something when he talks about new york and the frustration of not being there but also needing to be here and mm-hmm. yeah uh, I, it's i thought what, it was one cool. other interesting part that is definitely more in the book I, f- I remember if i remember it correctly was that there was like the sense of islander versus non-islander yeah. you know and this like insider outsider oh, they kind of touched on that a tiny yeah. bit in at, the at the beginning when he's uh-huh. like oh no, no i'm an islander so you can include me yeah and then the mayor says to chief brody he's like this is your first summer yeah don't mm-hmm. fuck it up or else we're gonna can your ass yeah, you know yeah. and he's just trying to figure his way around and think he's doing the right thing and he's like oh i'm not doing the right thing i reported a shark attack no no, no we don't have shark attacks here we have propeller incidents yeah. that chop up people in little pieces I know. and wash yeah. them aboard you know which i love that that's like better <laughs> i know right <laughs> it's like, oh my god they didn't talk about a shark attack oh well god. if you scream barracuda nobody bats an yeah. eye but if you scream what? shark <laughs> but just the idea that there's like we got a panic on the fourth of july <laughs> was is that from the movie yeah. yeah oh good one uh i just like the idea that there's like rogue boats out there just chopping people up well, too i think the the thought they were trying to get around there was drunk teenager. Like it's yes. their fault. You got drunk and swam. You didn't know. It's like the boats wouldn't know why you swimming at night. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah, yeah. Okay. It, this I, is a, goes on the teenagers or whatever for swimming true. drunk rather than being like there's sharks in these waters. I really love how once they do acknowledge that there is a shark out there, that they actually devolve down to throwing dynamite in the water, <laughs> chumming. You know, it's like yeah. if we didn't have sharks before, now we've just chummed you know, 50 boats out off the coast. Now there's a bunch of sharks out there, you know, and it's like, I want to see the news line of like, boy dies of dynamite thrown in. (laughs) (laughs) Old dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) Old dynamite kills, uh, you know, family savings on boat. Boat sinks after it's overloaded by the, (laughs) the actually, yeah, the shark. They do. I I would feel like the economy of a small beach town in the Cape Cod, Hampton area, that would make sense so that they need that. That business. Those summer months is like what they make their money on. So, I mean, it's kind of a a microscope on what's happening to people's businesses now. Like you have things, you know, um, you have Halloween horror nights or these businesses that are like, we get so much of our money during this and now we can't do that anymore right now during the pandemic. So you, that's why when you're watching that decision making, you're like, fuck, like 
not of course I would never agree with the mayor to do what he did but you see w- what led him there yeah of course yeah that and that sweet ass sailor suit I, I always I always <laughs> like the expression like uh you know take care of the alligator that's closest to the boat first you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and jaws you know definitely th- not yes, an LA closi- expression cl- closing down the economy sucks right mm-hmm. but the pandemic is the closest alligator to the boat. And that one's going to eat you before the one that's, Absolutely. you know, a few feet away. So Jaws is going to kill you before you're going to die of starvation, mm-hmm. you right. know, from lack of economy. So uh, it is interesting that people are OK with people dying before they're OK with losing money. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even themselves. Right. Yeah. They're OK with like, I'm just going to I don't care. I have to go to I'm going to go to work. and I'm going to do this thing or I'm the mayor and I'm going to let my you know family go to this beach. So I'm okay with that for appearances, beca- but oh yeah, when the yeah, mayor's talking to the people on the beach, like uh, why aren't you swimming? Like get in there, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It's about like, it's all about appearances, and yeah. it's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna save face by going and swimming in these dangerous waters. Yeah, yeah, it's that's scary to think about. It was, it was kind of based on a real event. I think that happened in yeah. New Jersey. I believe there was bull sharks can swim in fresh or salt water, and there was this that's like horrifying. swimming place. Um, Right off the Jersey Shore, I think, and uh, there's bull sharks that killed a bunch of people, like terrorized this little town. When they you couldn't really think about it, out. what are we goddamn doing going in that ocean? What are we thinking I as mean, human <laughs> beings being like, surf's up? <laughs> yeah, we are not meant to be there no. whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah, it's. I'm reconsidering everything right now. Are you never going to swim again? I ain't never going to swim again. Guilty flippers got no rhythm. That's kind of cute. <laughs> That was a little cute. <laughs> We're gonna section that out. Keep it, our, make it our new theme song. I do want to talk about performances. I'll go yeah. in the movie. Oh yeah, because everybody was so good. Ones. Everyone was so well cast. Um, so I want to just we could just go perform. Like, who was your favorite performance in the film? Oh, Quint. Matthew. Quint. Yeah, Shaw was. Uh, it, it was masterful. It mm-hmm. was that that for me made the movie into the masterpiece. You know, and I think that it was so many unplanned moments. And I've heard the stories of him and Hooper not getting along intentionally to strike oh, up Oh, really? That, yeah, I didn't like, know that. First of all, like Shaw was a known alcoholic, admitted. Love um, it. I love we get we give them those pass. We give men those passes in the seventies. And, and, like, yeah. are you an alcoholic? Be in this movie. Right, and it was one of those things that, like, even in interviews, he'll talk about you know needing to drink just to act. And Whoa. I don't know if, you know, it's it's one of those known things, though, that him and uh, um, Hooper would, like, actually try to create some animosity or he was intentionally trying to create this animosity. But that tension is felt so much on screen. It adds to both performances. And then when you have the the uh, USS Indianapolis speech and, and the, mm-hmm. uh, the scar scene right before that, you see that breakdown and yeah. you would not have gotten that had there not been that yeah, was, that work on Shaw's part. It was you know? so good in that scene when the, the release of the tension, the balloon yeah. gets let out. Yep. And you see these guys like find the common ground. They're the same of, person. Yeah, exactly. It's just one's one has money. version. One, yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, shit. One's a rich kid it, and he's uh, constantly knocking him down for all the tw- gadgets and stuff he's got on his boat. He's like, you don't need that. You just need these fucking barrels and that's <laughs> it. And uh, yeah. And there's, yeah. there's you know, even, um, even you know, Brody's performance as being so subtle and the kind of roller coaster ride that he's going on that's you as the audience kind of going along that roller coaster mm-hmm. ride um but yeah they just work in harmony and actually i heard a great uh interpretation of the film again you can interpret it however you want but you know the idea of the id ego and super ego mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like the id being that really primal side of your brain of like 
you know, hunt or, you know, kill or be killed. And that's Quint, right? Yeah. And that's what, you know, you really are. And then there's the uh, super ego, which is what society thinks you should be. And that's mm -hmm. rule and order of law. And that would be Chief Brody. That's, you know, literally the rule of law. And then your subconscious is manifested in reality going through the super ego of like what the context of your culture is mm -hmm. into the ego, which would be Hooper. Hooper you know, yeah. so that's like the more polished version of Quint. So one that follows the rules, that's the one that's college mm -hmm. educated. Yeah. And that whole like trifecta, I think, is just a wonderful play off of each other. Yeah. You know, there's so many ways to interpret it. But, you know, you wouldn't have that discussion now had it not been for those three performances. Yeah, definitely. And just the way I mean, immediately in the movie when Hooper and Brody meet each other, there is this weird feeling of like these guys feel like they know each other better than this. I feel like their chemistry was so good. For which for which Hooper characters? and Brody, yeah, they, there was they like an immediate like they understanding. Were old friends, yeah, but you knew that they weren't. But their right. d their well, I chemistry, liked, I liked that because I liked you got the sense that Hooper, this is what he really loves to do. He could mm -hmm. do. He doesn't have to work. He doesn't have to do anything, and he chooses to be a marine biologist yeah. in City Sharks. So, and then you have Brody's desperation for help. He's like, I need, yep. I'm Brody. I'm Brody. Come, you got to fucking help me. You're the expert. And then <laughs> so it's like they both uh -huh. need each other so much and are getting so much gratification by having the other person there. Mm -hmm. And I thought that reads and they, they, so well. You know, their argument is formed based on each other, too. It's kind of that symb you know, uh, symbiotic, I yeah, guess. Like, yeah. you know, it's like he goes to the mayor and he's like, hey, I've got this expert. We need to close down the beaches because I can't do this on my own. You know? And then when he's attacking you know, him and he's like, I don't need to take this crap, you know, it's, it's Chief Brody rescuing Hooper on that uh -huh. and saying, yeah. you know, like, hey, we need this guy. Yeah. You can't be, you know, shunning people away. So it's it's an it's a very interesting relationship. They're almost like the best friends because you even have the end scene where they're where they're paddling back. And I don't know if for you guys, I I, mm -hmm. I feel like that's like the Casablanca scene. Yeah. That's like the beginning <laughs> of a beautiful friendship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. What a positive. Yeah. So. I remember watching watching that. I was like, "Fuck, that would suck so bad." <laughs> I I would get so tired just flapping away. Wait, that's the thing that you'd be like, "Oh, that would suck." It's yeah, just that's like paddling back list. after surviving uh, like yeah, a, a, a week of shark. Yeah. I thought could handle it. I could handle it. I could handle it. But the paddling, <laughs> yeah. nope, no can the paddling, do. I'm like, yikes! Just, it would really suck to drown on the way back. I you know. know right? I know. Yeah. That's a, I, you want to like survive? You're so tired, you drown. <laughs> and how did they make that? Like they're on this this like man-made raft. Like how do you make that? There's like barrels and yeah, like they, they put a lot know. of effort it's to be able to strange. paddle back. Yeah, yeah how that that manifests Yeah, that they itself. were able to make that too prior to the everything sinking. Like right. they had enough yeah. around them fast enough that they were like, make this, make this, make this, and then yeah. they made it home. There's definitely a, a lot of scenes in the movie that, especially watching it from a critical side, you mm -hmm. know, there's like tons of plot holes in the movie. Like, like what? You know. Oh, so like, uh, for instance, uh, Hooper's loading up all of his equipment onto mm -hmm. Quint's boat. And Hooper has like this team of scientists that's with him all of a sudden. Oh. And they're like, oh, you know, like loading up his cage and he's barking orders at him and stuff. It's like, where did these people come from? Yeah. And then when you first see Quint, he's or sorry, Hooper, he's in this boat that drives up to the dock. And that's not his great big yacht. Right. So does he, he have has. like another boat that's on the back? Which I know some yachts do have that, but... Do and then why don't they use Hooper's yachts? Yeah, that's in my well, own we, use we really know crappy why. orca. Yeah. <laughs> Money. Budget. They were like, I'm sure there was part oh, yeah, of them yeah. that were like, 
you know, we could do this and it would cost <laughs> us a couple hundred thousand or we use this shit shack on, like, on water. Hooper, <laughs> Hooper's going to charge us 20,000. Quint's only 10. So we got to, you know, yeah. we're going to make an effort. We're not going to make a really good effort at this. And I like I like the thought, though, that Quint's like, uh, we, we're using my boat or yeah. I'm not fucking doing right, it. Right, right, right. And like, then even okay. after they see what that the shark is bigger Quint, than the whole just boat. Go, just go have Coop, uh, Hooper right. take, you know, you found him one time. Right. Just go find him again. I do like, I've gone with your comment about Quint being your favorite performance. I, I, I like that, too, because he's so believe like any of the just singing those sailor songs and doing the stuff could seem so out of conduct. Like it would make the movie seem cartoonish or anything, but he's so grounded and looks, looks yeah. and feels like you can all your senses observe him and like you're like oh i get this guy you can almost be like this guy probably fucking smells like fish and just <laughs> so and whiskey just like like that's right. who he is because he's so good he's if so you don't I, cast the right actor in that part i think the whole movie fails of course, yeah it's it's your it's your captain ahab you know it, yeah. you know mm-hmm. ishmael may be the focal point of the you know roy schneider might be his focal point as a character but that's the one that kind of pluses it up it's yeah. you know but one interesting fact that came across was that I don't know if it's a fact. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but um, uh, Ben Gardner, the actor that played Ben Gardner, was actually uh, gave advice to Shaw on how to play Quint because he was kind of considered. He was from Martha's Vineyard where they were filming. Who's Ben it. Gardner? Oh, really? Ben Gardner is the guy who dies. He goes after the shark at, uh, and and he ends up. He's the head that pops yes, out of the hole. Gotcha. Okay. Um, he's not really on screen, but they mention him like ten times. Mm-hmm. Like Ben Gardner. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like did Ben Gardner get this? It was like, man, Ben Gardner's like <laughs> ben the, the the talk of the town. The Never really quite guy. meet the guy. Um, <laughs> but he he was an actor. I don't know if he was an actor before or after. Um, you know, playing the role, but he was supposedly giving tips to Quint uh, or you know Robert Shaw on how to act like that crazy islander. Because that was him. That was the actor in Martha's Vineyard. He used to walk around town like barefoot no and shit. just act weird and oh. you know, kind of like crazy guy. So I, I don't know if there's a whole lot of truth to it, but I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That, yeah, that's right. what I was reading that they based Quinn's character off of that. Of the real guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll read some fun facts and then we can talk about those. Um, so I love Dreyfus's performance too. I don't. Oh, I don't, I'm so cutie. <laughs> Tell me what you like. Uh, I was really, really, really obsessed with sharks my whole childhood i have a shark tattoo yeah i really w- wanted to be a marine biologist for sometimes a long time. brad pretends he's a shark he just <laughs> lays on the floor and he's got, like get me in the water i have that little fin that those kids had and i just yeah. go swimming around the ocean scaring people no but i i just thought he was i don't know it's so funny to think now when you watch it i wouldn't be like God, Richard Dreyfus is cool, but when I was a kid, I thought he was really cool. Because <laughs> awesome. he was a shark scientist. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. of course. Yeah. What's interesting too is that when I was a kid, they didn't have the cool Lego set, so I actually built the orca as like a Lego set. Oh shit! And would like you know try to try to recreate it as as close as it was in the movie. You know. Have so. you seen that stop the movie that someone stop motioned? Legos, the oh no, I oh, haven't. I'll show I've, it to I've you. seen one that are like uh, fan made of they spliced together a bunch of fan made ones that were done in quarantine. It's it's great. They they came out for uh, the forty fifth anniversary. Okay, um, yeah, the one I saw was older, a few out, years though. older than uh, yeah, and it's it's just the scene of Jaws attacking the orca and killing. Oh Quinn, man, but I knew it's I'd so that. cool in the stop. <laughs> but what is it? It's oh, a, it's like a stop- someone does it with oh, Legos. Stop them. Yeah. <laughs> well, eventually, ten like twenty years from now, every movie is just gonna be Lego movies. It's not even like no humans will exist. Legos. Um, so fun facts. Um, I did get a wonderful email from one of our listeners, Taco Bill McGinnis. 
Um, good old Bill. We got a great email from him. It is a little too long for me to go and give it the justice it deserves and how much this movie meant to him. Um, so I will do my best to um, maybe put some stuff that he says about it on the Instagram and anybody I'm sure will relate to that. But he gave also some great fun facts. So these are some of his and then I'm going to read you the ones I found. So we got the first fun fact is the tiger shark in the scene showing off the shark that the fisher. What? Sorry. I didn't, you know, when the word is said like seven times and you're like, is this real life? Shark, shark, shark. <laughs> the tiger shark in the scene showing off the fisherman shark is indeed a real shark that the production caught and killed for the scene. <gasps> oh, oh yeah. That Jaws did some horrible, horrible things for That's the shark sad. population because people re- started hunting yeah. them in a dramatic fashion oh, yeah. because of fear of the movie and the, decimated some and population. also peter benchley like had no basis of fact yeah you know he just made everything up <laughs> right you know, other than you know inspire inspiration from that mm-hmm. 1916 shark attack i get i think they actually they caught it like in florida and they had to fly it up to martha's vineyard yeah i read that too that's crazy um but Man. he also continues with the guy who that was in charge of procuring the shark was named teddy grossman and he would get a karmic comeuppance in the movie when he plays the estuary victim so the shark oh, kills nice. him right in front of Michael Brody, and we see his leg fall to the bottom of the pond. So that's kind of he funny. The, He's I, the one that I killed the shark. I refer to him shark. as the dinghy guy. Yeah. yeah. And then he, yeah. Hey, guys, um, you, you guys okay over here? <laughs> Need weird, some help? Yeah. Creepy dude, like, do do, praying dude? at, yeah. <laughs> leave the kids alone. <laughs> oh, there, yeah. was, there, was, there was no rewards put out on town to get that guy. No, uh, yeah. uh, uh, vengeance. He's a real predator of <laughs> yeah. Jaws, the Jaws movie. Don't even know his name. Th- this Dean. whole movie is just an allegory for child predators. Um, the <laughs> slaying it over here. That was so funny of me. The license plate that Hooper pulls from the tiger shark bears the Hold same. On. Don't give too much. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. No, no, say that one because I totally don't remember what it says on the. I remember the state. Well, Should I not oh, say it? If he remembers the state, then. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's go, got go, go, the go. question. Well, it doesn't say the state on it. Okay. So the license plate that, that Hooper pulls from the Tiger Shark bears the same number as the license plate that Thomas Jane pulls from the Tiger Shark at the beginning of Deep Blue Sea. Oh. Whoa. There, I don't even have to say anything else about the license plate. Um, the dog's name. Oh, I will not read this one because I know that that's part of it. Um. Yeah, I won't read that clue. Fun fact. <laughs> Sorry, Bill, but it's, you'll see why later. So some of my fun facts are that uh, Jaws wasn't even supposed to come out in the summer. It's hard to separate mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg's brilliant adapta- adaptation of the novel without being a summer movie, but it was originally slated to be released Christmas 1974. Whoa. Lengthy shooting delays is what caused it to be the summer release. Like, do you think it would have done financially well coming out in Christmas time? Like, I feel right. like it could have been a big flop. You'd think, you know? like, summertime, beaches. Right. What's well, considered the first summer blockbuster but can ever? You, what, so. how, what if? What if it didn't come out? Would it be like, would Christmas Maybe be, be seen like as Christmas a, blockbusters. Yeah, I was going to say, would Christmas be seen as like I don't the think so. Movie? I think that the correlation between people being at beaches in the summer and the movie being a, takes would, place over Would the summer, summer blockbusters exist? Eventually, yes. Star Wars would have came out two years later. I'm just, I don't know. There's a whole fucking timeline <laughs> of a universe that we're not living in where, Shark came, where, where Jaws came out at Christmas. And then, uh, you know, Christmas was it. Yeah. Um, no one wrote the movie's most famous line. You're going to need a bigger boat. Unfor- uh, unforgettably uttered by Roy Scheider was improvised by the actor on the day of shooting. Love that. Yeah. That's so cool. It's perfect. Um, I also, the, the, uh, budget of the movie was, we, this is pretty well known. Budget of the movie was $3.5 million in it, but it actually cost $9 million by the end of production. Luckily the film goddamn made $471 million. That's insane. That's insane. 
what an investment. You Jesus. put some money up for Jaws. They Jesus. thought it was going to be a flop. Yeah. They <laughs> almost midway through production just were like, just forget this. That Sorry. Is, um, <laughs> some casting what ifs. Richard Dreyfuss landed the role of Hooper, but he was not the first actor asked to play the role. The other actors that were asked before him were Jeff Bridges, John Voight, and Timothy Bottoms. What a last name. Timothy Bottoms. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I thought in that they asked Dreyfus first and he declined. Then um, they asked other he, he said he wanted to like he would he would want to go and watch the film but never make it. Right. I, I can't he remember said he was too lazy. Yeah, I can't remember what actually why he There was something I don't know. We were just You're listening. right. We did watch that thing and where he, it said that he he declined. He declined, declined. And but then who he knows thought what? he made that movie that he thought was going to be a big flop. Yeah. So he was like, I'll do this job. But maybe thing. there was a part of him that was like, maybe he wasn't like officially asked. It was kind right. of tossed around. Right, and then they right. asked Jeff Bridges. And then I, I, you know what? In a weird, I can't see Jeff Bridges playing Hooper at all. Can you? Yeah. You can? I, yeah. I don't Young know when Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges was like in, in 1975. So I don't, I don't, either. I, don't I just know. Truly, I don't know the difference <laughs> between Jeff Bridges and Kurt Russell. I could not tell you <laughs> a single movie Kurt Russell's been in that probably is, I can't guarantee is not a Jeff Bridges movie. The thing. Who was in. Oh, that's Kurt Russell. Okay, who's in Tron? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Are you sure about that? Possibly. Do you see that facial hair? <laughs> I I get what you're saying. They have a similar look, but their way they act and stuff Who's so different. the dude? That's Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. What's another iconic Kurt Russell role? Big Trouble in Little China. There you go. Okay, Kurt another Russell. another one that so where he's he was in Ron. Ron. A little Captain Ron. Oh, Captain Ron. Where, where, man. One where he's a little older. Uh, oh, you uh, like the Hateful Eight and Guardians of the Galaxy Part Two. Oh shit! Ego, Plays ego. Yeah. Wow, I fully thought that was Jeff Bridges. I had absolutely no idea. Damn. <laughs> was a, that I'm Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulroney? There you go. Mulroney. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's that's your two. That I don't. Always. I can't distinguish uh, Michael Keaton and Greg Kinnear, which is blasphemous. Uh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, the, like you know when your child eyes see something at the same time and then you equate them together, like okay. how I equated Tremors and Jaws or something like that. Or I'd like to Kate Blanchett and Tilda Swinton. I am better at it now, but for a long period of time, I couldn't tell you the difference. You have some oh. weird face blindness. I do have some face blindness. I do. They're not alike at all. <laughs> Who else? Anybody else that I've done that with? That you have? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Name an actor. That uh-huh. Name an old actor. <laughs> go, go, go. Uh, how old? Old. I didn't name, a, name like a, someone that was around in the 70s or the 80s. Uh, Tom Cruise was around in the oh, 80s. Oh, come on. I know well, Tom Cruise, baby. Okay. All right, this is not this game is terrible that I've just invented. <laughs> you have a spot to know who your face blindness people are. Yeah, I have no I don't know. But um still what a world in which uh John Voight oh thank God he didn't play anybody in that movie. What a piece of shit that guy is. You know John Voight? And uh Angelina Jolie's yeah. yeah. He's a piece of shit. I didn't I don't I didn't know this. He what was if? like abusive towards her. Oh really? Mm, pretty sure. Yeesh. Yeah, he doesn't. He seems like a total creep. So yeah, but um, and then I know um Robert Shaw was not the first pick to play, uh, Quint. Oh, it oh. was oh, what's that guy's name? He, he was that guy that was like on his knees playing this some guy in a t- oh Charlton Heston. Charlton oh, Heston. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was supposed to play. Did you hear uh, my ex- the Roy Scheider character, uh, Chief Brody. Or was it no? Was it Quint? He was supposed to play Quint. I'm pretty really sure, okay. I'm pretty sure he's supposed to play Quint because I remember. They were Spielberg said no to that. He wasn't. Yeah. Spielberg yeah. was like, he's too famous. And then yeah. and then Charlton Heston like refused to ever act in a Steven Spielberg movie afterwards. Right. That yeah, because Heston wanted the, wanted the movie. I think wow, he what a crush. Bro- I think he wanted Brody maybe. Okay. I feel like that. 
I don't know. He he, but he wanted, he wanted to be, to be in, a role. And yeah. Spielberg was like, no, that, that it can't have anyone who's like as famous as you are that because that'll be about you, yeah, yeah. not the movie. I the love shark. that Charlton Heston was like, I'll show him, and then <laughs> I mean, he's Charlton Heston, but he's Steven Spielberg, like, yeah, yeah. yeah there's Charlton Heston's an NRA fucking wacko, isn't he? Is he? Uh, I yeah. believe it. Yeah. Uh, what's crazy though is that you know Steven Spielberg being such a young director. And yeah. taking on this, you know, nobody knew that this was going to be big, right? You know, and right. a nine million dollar budget back then was was, mm-hmm. n- you know, nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. So it's just like the, the amount of confidence that they had. And then, can you imagine being uh, a cast member and you know thinking you're going to be on this set for a month or two, and then having it take, <gasps> yeah, you know, so, so long? Uh, uh, um, and the the yeah, just I, I I don't know how they kept the morale up. I yeah. know. Yeah. I know how. <laughs> we know how in that documentary we watched. There's was it this a long, like in gotta be very like a, way too long, like twenty minutes of, of this a conversation where they just were like banging all the locals, <laughs> like all they're like, yeah, we oh make, seriously, we're a big movie yeah. crew. Oh my to town, god, so all the local ladies wanted to <laughs> well, have the sex do- with the us. The documentary was clearly made like over ten years ago. I think maybe in the 35th anniversary, more than that. <laughs> yeah, it maybe seems like this, these ago. type of facts should never be in a documentary. I don't care where I it, know, it was. Yeah. Made. You, it was you like, watch this now in 2020 and you're just like, I can't believe it. a bunch of kids were... that look like Steven Spielberg running around Martha's <laughs> Vineyard, you know? <laughs> yeah, and they were, but they were talking about it in this documentary like, isn't this a gas? Oh and they're like, God. all the women we'd have sex with and look at us like la dee da. And then you're watching oh, it no. horrified that they just like used their Hollywood power to like sleep with all these women <laughs> and they're bragging about it. It's oh pretty my gross. Gosh. But yeah, that's what kept them there. That's what kept them happy, entertained. So I guess in a large way, those women deserve uh, a medal of honor. They they should have been in the credits. They made jobs. They should. <laughs> they should have been in the credits. Really Special they thanks. Named some, All the, the children that are of out of you know the the making of Jaws. Oh yeah. Oh my God. What if there's <laughs> bastard children that are related to famous Hollywood actors? Did you ever ride Spielberg? Universal Studios Jaws ride? It was, uh, I, I've ridden it, but it was in uh, Osaka, Japan. Whoa! Uh, it's the only spot where it's still around, I think. Yeah. And so it was all in Japanese. So I got the gist of it. Yeah. <laughs> but not, but, but not the full experience. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been yeah. to the one Universal Studios? Uh, the, the studio Just a, tour. It's a tram yeah. tour, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've been I just feel, one. man, I feel like it deserves something better than that tram tour shit. Yeah, the one, in, the one in Florida was a full ride. Why'd they take it away? Right. They put Diagon Alley there. Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah, and I'm I'm I don't need a ride to still have, you know. Mm-hmm. Is the shark still in Universal Studios? Because I think that's something you could do is keep the, the hanging shark. Yeah, the yeah. hanging I shark. Because that was so cool. I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't, I think, don't it is think it is either. Yeah. We're looking at Casey. I remember you would take you took pictures of it, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I have a bunch of pictures of it. You I was the uh, yeah. Upset. My mom's second husband was an artist, and he painted Jaws on my bedroom cool. wall. Oh wow! Swimming up towards the thing. Oh my gosh! It, it that's incredible. in your bedroom wall. It was when that's I was traumatic. Kid. It was <laughs> I like, wish I it mean, was our bedroom like, wall now. I would love to talk see. about like monsters under the bed. No, we're just gonna put them right on the wall for yeah. you. Hey, I was at that Face point. Your I was yeah, I was obsessed with sharks, so it didn't even scare me. I that's true. I used it. to we used to watch like Shark Week. Isn't Shark Week going on right now? It's like the Discovery be, Channel. Yeah, it's like that was like really an event. Soon. That was a family event where we oh, would yeah. sit down and yeah, watch it all. I have a bunch of DVDs. You of see, shark yes, Week. you do. <laughs> Old ass ones because I was obsessed. So okay, you're both obsessed with, obsessed with sharks, but do you, were you weren't scared of them? Fascinated more than likely. Yeah, I guess know. there's a point in which it like crosses over where you're just like, I get the fear based going into this, but you're just so into them. I that think they're they're also just like so 
they're they're beautiful, right? They're yeah, ma- amazing I mean, creatures. No, they're fucking ugly sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinion, hot take: some sharks are ugly. <laughs> I, think I think they're, they're like beautiful. Yeah, and there, there's yeah, there's like you know like the, the different ugly picture um, of a shark. like the thresher shark, you know, like the crazy long tail. Yeah, it's the one that has like the sawtooth mouth. Some of like, them, just oh, some crazy of them looking. Yeah. look beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but if you do a quick zoom up on some of their faces. And their yeah. teeth and their little snag- snaggly and they, and they have teeth. like like there's there's a shark out there called like a tiger shark like yeah. you got to be kidding me uh, you know combining the two, two amazing things yeah, right like what kid is not gonna like that That's you know true. just the way they move to the like when you when they're not like hunting at the top and they're just fucking cruising they look so awesome yeah mm-hmm. and shout out to Finding Nemo for naming the shark Bruce after Jaws yeah yeah Bruce Bruce the the reformed fish eater. <laughs> Oh, how sweet. Uh, well, where are we at, babe? Are we ready to get into this? Let's, let's quiz. Is there anything else yeah, you want to talk about before we get into a quiz? Uh, yeah. I mean, anything that, I that I you caught. thought of? I mean, you... No, you read whatever you got. I, I, I was, you know, I think watching... Sorry, my dog is right next to my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like, I think there's... Uh, a lot to be said about the um, foreshadowing of the movie, too. You know, it's like everything is so subtle that when you rewatch it, there's just this immense amount of, like I said, like a storytelling masterclass. And when you go back and watch it a second or a third time, you start to pick up with more things. But it's just that idea that you can take a theme of the movie mm-hmm. and then seed it throughout and kind of lead, lead the audience breadcrumbs. And you can almost like start the movie halfway through and still understand what's yeah. going on, yeah. who the characters are. And be able to pick up. It's like a very simple plot with complex characters. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. love that about it. And you're so it. right yeah. in that there's so many things about the movie that appeal to different types of moviegoers where you have that beginning. Oh, look, a little pup is on me. <laughs> um, you have that beginning part that is more of a mystery and it's kind of slow but creepy. Mm-hmm. And then it is more action based in the second half. So yeah. you, even if you're if it's too slow for you in the beginning, it won't be at the end. Yeah. Or if you like that mystery part a little more, you're going to want to see it get wrapped up yeah. and you're going to sit through that. Other and part. that's the way it, for me, that's the way to start a movie like you mm-hmm. that something happens right away. They're yep. like, where is this going? Let's see. Like, yeah, I love movies that start off with something big and then f- immediately take the foot off the gas and you're like all right now we're going to ease in you saw this crazy thing we were going 60 miles an hour now we're going 10 yeah. and we're going to go all over the place here and, and uh, that's that's the that's the horror um you know the structure you know it's, yeah you, you have the onset so chrissy dies a horrible death you don't know what caused it could have been a whale you know that one director thought it was a whale so, it could have been <laughs> anything. so that's the onset and then there's the discovery <laughs> oh it is a shark but there's People that are saying maybe it's not a shark, and that's very much you know, like in any horror movie. Yeah. Is it a killer? Mm-hmm. Is it some? Is a maniac? Is the it doubt, you know alien? Yeah. And then there's a confirmation. Oh, it is a shark because we just saw it eating another person. And then there's a confrontation. You know, it just yeah. is very structurally perfect. It's got all the right beats at the right moments and perfectly paced. I love thinking about Before- that one director that thought it was a whale, and he's just <laughs> he's just sitting in his house right now. He's like, oh, God, all I had to say was shark. <laughs> I meant to say shark. Yeah. I know. He's, he's like, talking I to swear. his therapist. He's like, yeah. I can't. I gotta live in a landlocked state. <laughs> he uh, can't what, see the water. Yeah, he's no triggered. Water. <laughs> the, the other thing I can't believe we haven't talked about is John Williams' score. Oh my oh, god! Of course, yeah. John Williams' score. I mean, like people know that without ever mm. having watched Jaws. I yeah. read but, that um, Steven Spielberg hated it when he first. Yeah, Did you I, hear that? I, I, I that heard too? that too. Like he was like, he was like, that's that's what you came up with. Like you got to mm-hmm. be kidding me. I'm gonna pay you for he that. He would laugh. He thought it was funny. Yeah. He was like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> 
but, but it we, makes it makes it in a lot of ways, you know. Oh yeah, it's, it's another it's so character perfect. in the and it does such movie. a good job of of forecasting how you should be feeling about the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like oh I'm you know it's again I'm I'm off on an adventure and then it'll tone it down and be like now it's a mystery. Yeah, you know, we're going to find the shark. You know, mm-hmm. especially when they go out to Ben Gardner's boat. That's a mystery scene. Ben fucking Gardner. <laughs> Goddamn, just coming My up man. again. <laughs> Is he the MVP of the whole movie, Ben Gardner? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I'm gonna name our first Both. word Ben Gardner. Okay. Ben, ben Gardner, is there a football Brown player Ludowski. named Ben Gardner. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm horrible at names. But um, before we I'm get to the faces, <laughs> before we get to the quiz, yes. real quick, hot takes on the sequel. You, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen oh, all the sequels. sequels. Oh, unfortunately, yes. Uh, what do you? What do you? What are your thoughts on Jaws two? Uh, Jaws two for me was. Um, it, it, it fell into the tropes of all bad sequels of, hey, we need to bring back the shark. Yeah. We need to contrive a plot, you know, and this shark is only hunting these kids on this boat right. that are going out to this random island. And then we keep on catching this great big wire, you know, all of a sudden. So it's yeah. very contrived. <laughs> yeah. I think Damn, the I third one this. was really inventive and I remember enjoying it as a kid. I'm sure it's horrible oh, if it's I look back bad. on it. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Jaws 3D. Yeah. It's like it's like Jaws is Jaws is a, a pregnant and has a kid and you capture the kid and then it comes back for vengeance. Looking more, I, I do SeaWorld? like the idea. Yeah, the I think it's, <laughs> it's called the Ocean Park or something. They, yeah. Like, oh, God, so bad. But yeah, I like the idea of what if we take this into a uh, water or a sea life <laughs> marine park and what that cool. does? But there's some because they meant it to be in 3D and it just looks really I also don't dumb. remember the, the kill scenes in either Jaws 2 or 3 at all. I do remember the death of I can't remember if it was Michael or or Sean. Oh, in the revenge, revenge. Where he yeah. gets his arm taken yeah. off. Yeah. Oh God, that, that was, was horrific. That was horrific. And then in that one too, the banana boat when they're on the little banana boat. Yeah. Danny Toad and then Jaws was snag someone off yeah. there or whatever. I was like, oh shit. By the way, let's not even talk about the fact that Jaws just follows them to yeah, right? the Caribbean yeah. or whatever. He knows. It's like the shark. It's yeah. like, oh, he's back for revenge. It's like, what are you guys talking about? This what is so it, any he's actors evolved. from the original in the other ones? Um, Ellen Brody all, is in. Yeah. Is in the is in Jaws of Revenge. That? That's she's uh, the wife. Brody's Brody's wife. wife. Oh, random. And she's getting courted by Michael Caine. Oh, oh I totally he's forgot Michael Caine is in this that. like island dude. He loves. They're in the Bahamas yeah, or something. Michael Caine, who's why I'd pick it'd be an island dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good old British Michael Caine. I guess so island. Young, the youngest boy gets killed. He's like a full grown man at this point. Mm-hmm. The opening scene of Jaws of the Revenge. The youngest boy, their child. Yeah. Chief Brody's but, but child. He's, he's an he's, adult. He's, he's like 30 years old. Where's Chief Brody? He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Oh. He only, he's only in the first one in the... They kill in him the, in the movie? Jaws 2. No, no, no. No. He's dead no. in real life. Yeah. I th- yeah. Oh, uh, no, That's he wasn't dead. He was yeah, not dead. Yeah, we looked this life. up. He died in 2000. He was definitely not dead. He just probably was like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. doing another Jaws movie. And then, so then the. He's like, get me when you're in 40. Then the character. <laughs> that, then I'll do Smell a vision. Right. <laughs> the character of the oldest son then goes out to try to. He tries to kill Jaws. Wait, there's a younger son? Her. The younger son. Did I was, miss that? Yeah, there's yeah, two sons. He's a, he's a, he's no a, to- way. He's a toddler. There's two sons in Jaws. Yeah, yeah he's yes. a toddler. Jaws one. Yep. Yes. Michael the one is the one that's making on faces. the He's making face him at the dinner table as the littlest wow. son. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Ch- I'm child scene. blind. I thought that was one child. <laughs> They're dramatically it's a really different like, ages. Beautiful scene with Sean and <laughs> yeah, that scene is great. That was improv. Yeah, they, they yeah. did that off screen, and mm-hmm. then Steven Spielberg liked it so much, and Aww, they of course he did. Maybe that's when he was like, "Children, <laughs> I'll work with you. I'll murder you in my <laughs> movie." <laughs> 
Wow, I didn't know. But I know Roy Scheider was in the second one, right? And the third one? No, no just the second. second. Uh, I think Dennis Quaid is in the second one, uh, the third one. Oh. Is he really? Oh my gosh, it's been so long since I've seen these. Yeah, I think that's, man, that I sounds think it's like Dennis a Dennis Quaid. Quaid move if I ever heard it's, one. It's oh. one of those franchises that I acknowledge that the other ones exist, but for me, it's just Jaws. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm with you there. Kind yeah. of like Halloween. Like I think I'm that way with Halloween. You know, the first one is Halloween to me. The rest of them are like really nice fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> stuff in there that is okay, but overall, only the first Halloween. I'm with you there. Yeah. Well, Definitely. we can talk about that more around Halloween. Ooh. We got to get into right. this damn quiz. Um, we'll we'll uh, pop start it off with a pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. Uh, pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> All right. Um, All so right. I preface this in, in advance for anybody that wants to play along. This is multiple choice. So we just ask you to uh, wait till all the answers are possible answers are read before you answer. Perfect. So if anyone wants to play along, they can pause. And I hate I'm taking the themselves. quiz. I like to answer. I know. Right. Because you do want to show how much of an expert you are. <laughs> right. But I, I, I'm 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 so bad with trivia. I'm super glad this is uh, multiple choice. I feel like I if somebody, l- I think you've already I was said the answer to a bunch of questions <laughs> <laughs> while we were just talking about it. So you you got nothing to worry about. Yeah. Okay. Jaws quiz, and away we go. Where? Um, what event is Amity Island celebrating? Is it a the 50th annual regatta, B, the 50th annual 4th of July celebration, C, the 50th annual beach bash, or D, the 50th annual summertime carnival? Uh, it is, which one was the 4th of July? B, uh, 50th annual 4th of July celebration. This is on the I, sign oh, as you drive in. There was one that said regatta? Yes. Is that A? A. Okay, we'll go with regatta, even though it takes place over 4th of July. Correct. Ooh, okay. you little Correct. trickster. Well, it's Sneaky in there. And I was um, like, is, it, is there a 4th of July regatta in there, please? <laughs> <laughs> Bonus question. Small detail on the sign. Oh, no. What dates does the regatta take place I, this is going to be a shot in the dark. I think it's July 4th through the 10th. <laughs> Did he get oh, it? Oh, shit. That is correct. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Bonus done. Damn, good Nailed job. Nailed it. Good job. What the hell is a regatta? It's a I boating don't... event. I, okay, oh, yeah, we cool. Looked this I didn't up. quite know what that meant. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like, like a, a little... sloppy cheese. <laughs> Give me some of that regatta. Slap some regatta on that bad boy. Okay, question two. What is the name of the dog that Jaws eats? <laughs> Why do I have to read this one? <laughs> is it A, Rex? <laughs> B, Pippin, C, Sadie, or D, Rocky? Pippin, Pippin. Is this the audition for Pippin? Pippin? <laughs> that is a bring it on reference. <laughs> and that's all I got. Correct. But what was the fun fact about Pippin that we had to skip? Oh, yes. Let's go back to that Pippin fun so, fact. So oh, the yeah, dog's yeah, yeah, yeah. name is uh, it's technically always up for debate. So people have said it's Pippet. People have said Pippin. Pippin just makes more sense. But the Jason Statham movie, The Meg, has fun with this and names the tiny lap dog Pippin. Hmm. I have you seen The Meg? I have. You did you was it uh, it was magnificent? It was like <laughs> Lake Placid version yeah. of Jaws. They, it, was, it was really dumb. <laughs> it was like very comedic, you know? Huh. So But yeah. Okay, here we go. Next question. How much was the initial bounty offered to catch Jaws? 
Is it A, $1,000, B, $2,000, C, $3,000, or D, $4,000? Oh, he didn't even put the red herring in there of $10,000. It is uh, $3,000, whatever that one. Correct. Oh, Bonus. Shit. Which oh. you already got. <laughs> How much does Quint ask for when he offers to do the job? I give you $3,000 to find him. <laughs> but I'll catch him and kill him for 10000 yeah. You'll get the head, the tail. The whole damn thing. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> Correct on the bonus too. Nice. Uh, so far, copyright not uh, Universal. Universal worried pictures. about this. <laughs> All right. Question four: Where does Matt Hooper work? Is it for a the National Geographic, b the Marine Biology Center, c Zoo Books? <laughs> 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 cute that'd be so that would cute. be, that'd be awesome. so funny he's like i'm, like, just, I'm writing I'm just a children's like, book yeah. <laughs> i'm writing a cute harmless article about why we love sharks um d the ocean oceanographic institute did i say that word wrong oceanographic so we got the national <laughs> geographic the marine biology biology center zoo books or the oceanographic institute it was an institute i think it's the oceanographic institute so i'll go d i, I, I think that's what he worked for but Is that i'm not your final sure answer? It is. I'm assuming that's a no. That's correct. Is it real? Oh, my God. You gosh. got it. <laughs> I'm, every time someone gets a correct answer, I'm going to say regatta. Regatta. <laughs> I'm from the Oceanographic Institute. Okay, next question. <laughs> Good quote, babe. Fine. He, just, he says it a bunch of times. <laughs> that's the most quotable line, we, I think, yeah. according to IMDb. I didn't know we could just like say a new quote that so sounds like a good Say one. Um, Come here, Pippin. There we go. Just said a quote from Jaws. Nailed it. I just did it. Uh, It's actually Pippet. (laughs) That's some bad hat there, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) The only one saying real quotes over here. (laughs) Just kidding. I know you know quotes and I love it. (laughs) I don't care. Um, What does Hooper say the odds are that they caught the right shark on the first try? This is great. Is it A, 50 to (laughs) 1, B, 100 to 1, C, 500 to 1, or D, 1,000 to 1? A hundred to one, a hundred to one, you you know that you got this shark. Absolutely <laughs> correct. Damn. All right. You caught a tiger shark. A what? A <laughs> what? A hundred to one. <laughs> you know, my favorite Jaws line is when he's like, regatta time, <laughs> regatta time. And then everyone else is like, I'm an Islander now. That was my favorite Jaws quote. I'm going to try to get that. I'm going to try to cut that part out of the podcast because that was not funny. (laughs) (laughs) You got to leave it in at this point. Oh, my God. I need food. We got to leave it in. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Remember, you know what? It's like my my comedy brain is working. It's working really hard, but it just isn't working right. You know, because I'm always a comedian at at heart and in my butt. Brad loves it. <laughs> what type of shark was the... F- is this the same one? Did you read this one? No. What type of shark was the first shark that was caught? Do we have... Is it A, a tiger shark? B, a bull shark? C, a sand tiger shark? Or D, a mako shark? So I, th- I think I came out with that quote uh, a little bit too early. But it is a tiger shark? Mm-hmm. A what? <laughs> uh, and that what? is correct. Great. Fabulous job. Killing it. I think the actual shark... In the 1916 attack or whatever, it was a bull shark. I did but not know that they could go swim in, in yeah, fresh they water. Can, they can do both. I don't yeah. think they, like, obviously 
travel super far upriver or anything, but at the mouths of where rivers let off into the ocean, they yeah. can go up a little bit. And far enough to go attack people. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. What state's license plate is pulled out from the tiger shark? Oh, nice. Is it A, Mississippi, B, Alabama, D, Louisiana, C, Louisiana, sorry, or D, Texas? It is, I, I believe it's Louisiana, and it's, uh, what does he call it, like a coastal shark or something like that? It's like, oh, it's come up from the from the south coast or something like that. Correct. Jesus Christ. It is Louisiana. Jesus Christ. That's we're too we were too easy, maybe. I know. <laughs> Who <kidding>. knew? <laughs> he just knows everything. Uh I know. You would know just by listening to the first half of this episode that people are probably gonna be like, he's gonna be do he's gonna do really good. Um <laughs> when does Nope. How long has it been since there was a shooting or murder on Amity Island? Oh man. Ooh, love a good number question. Uh oh. Is it ten years? Is it fifteen years? Is it twenty years? Is it 25 years? I have no idea. So (laughs) if I get this right, this is by sheer dumb luck. I'm going to say 10 years. We'll go 10. 10, 15, 20, 25, and 100,000. We'll go 15. We'll go 15. Final answer? Shot in the dark. Final answer? Final answer. You got it wrong. Oh. It's 25. 25. 25 years. Should give him the benefit of the doubt. Amity Island. Good for you. No more though. No more. No more. Reset that. You know. You know. Is there any workplace accident sign here? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Here we go. When does Brody say the beaches can be reopened if they handle the initial shark attacks correctly? Mid July, late July, August, or September? Um. I know they say 24 hours, but he doesn't agree to that. And he say we can maybe save August. So I don't know if that's late July or early August. What are the, what are the options for around late July? Mid-July, late July, August, or September? I'll, I tell you what. I'll go with late July, thinking in the context of we can save August. It. I had August, but I don't know if I... <laughs> like looking back, right now, like, <laughs> like, I don't know how did, they worded he, it. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it to you because I think the wording is incorrect. Yeah, you proved yourself that you knew it. They can save August, which was the, the correct. You, you got it. Oh, man. You just well actually this pretty much. Um, ooh, I probably uh, got that quote wrong, so <laughs> I'll have to check on that. Um, okay. What is Quinn's ship named? Is it the... Oh, we talked about this already. <laughs> Is it the orca? Is I'm gonna make a um a funny one up. Is because I've been killing it this episode. Orca, <laughs> sea wench, water dragon, carcadon, carcarius, or the regatta. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, as much as I want to go with regatta, mm-hmm. it is the orca. Now, fun fact on this one. Do you oh. know? Oh, sorry. No, I, I'm ready for I'm so, bracing okay, myself so for the fun, fun fact. Fun fact. Supposedly, the only natural predator of a great white is the orca whale. That's true. Well, shit. That is true. They so, like sometimes do weird shit. They like, take out their livers or something. What the fuck? That's yeah, there was up, a man. shark week thing about it. They Are you guys telling me that the original director had it right all along? And it right. should have been. Yeah, he was thinking. Called Orca? It, yeah, exactly. Orcas are fucking brutal. They're ruthless. There's a reason they call them killer whales. They will, they're nasty. But Orcas are the ones they kept in captivity and trained at SeaWorld. Obviously, that went poorly for them. Jesus. <laughs> wow. What idiots. Oh, God. And there was a movie called Orca that was released after Jaws, similar in plot. <laughs> 
and they've apparently made called it orca as a jab at the boat, the orca. Oh, oh. interesting. Wow. But it's about a killer whale that runs amok. He like runs around town on his legs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Carcarian carcarius is the actual like technical Latin biological name for a great white oh. shark. So it's a, they it's say a it, large squalus. Yeah, they say it a few <laughs> times weirdly. That doesn't really make sense. <laughs> I just but like calling it like the, the that's one thing I noticed when I was watching it this time is they refer to the shark in so many. I wrote down some of them was like they call it a bird. They uh-huh. call it a squalus. They call it that CC thing yeah, that yeah. I can't pronounce, you know, the big fish. And it's like rarely do they actually say shark. Right. You know, right. it's kind of funny how they all those terms for it. All right. They this had a limit how many times yeah. they could say shark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the shark's lawyers are it's like <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Wait. Oh, my God. Aren't they called? Wasn't that a thing? Like yeah. a funny phrase, like a shark. Yeah. And and Bruce was Steven Spielberg's lawyer. Yeah. So that yeah. Makes sense. Man. All right. This question: No multiple choice. Right, row. We'll name the animal slash event. You tell us who was injured by it. Ooh. Okay. Good question. I think I, I think I understand how this from the works. from the scar scene. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Who is injured has a scar from a bull shark? I think that was Hooper. Is that in an arm? Correct. Okay. Oh, nice. But bit right through the wetsuit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who was injured by a thresher shark? Oh man. Uh that was Quint, I think. Is that Quint? Correct. Who was injured in an arm wrestling competition? Quint. Who was injured by a moray eel? Uh, Hooper. You got it. Damn. Who was mi- who, you, you're not going to go with Mary Moffat? The, the broken heart one <laughs> I didn't put in there, right? Fun fact, I just caught a moray eel in Animal Crossing. No, no way. Those are really way. dangerous, aren't they? Well, they it's very large right through, and they I put cause it right scars. in my pocket. Cause so. the scars. <laughs> I mean, he's my friend. He is my friend. What? Oh, last question. Last question. Oh, I need to get a correcto on that oh, one. Oh, before, before we jump on the last question, yes. one fun fact about moray eels mm-hmm. is they were an inspiration for the alien mouth because they've got two sets of jaws. Oh. One that like pops out and holds their oh my God. prey inside their mouth. It's wow. insane. Yeah, Google it. It's, Ooh, it's horrific. That's, that sounds Jeez. terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's not it's in crazy. books. Give some kids nightmares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. Okay. Last question. What famous real-life World War II event was Quint a mm. part of? Was Favorite it scene. the Battle of Iwo Jima, sinking of the USS Ind- Indianapolis, the Battle of Pearl Harbor, or sinking of the USS Arizona? Uh, USS Indianapolis. 1,100 men went in. 300 <laughs> went out. You should be Quint for Halloween. June yeah, 29th, 1945. Should we all be Jaws characters? I'll be Hooper. <laughs> Hooper! Who do you want to be, babe? Um, I'll be Brody. Casey's Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, so my English bulldog, uh, her middle name is Jaws because Hi. she used to have a sister dog that she used to sneak up behind, and I used to sing the the Jaws Aww. theme song, and she was like, "Do do." Okay, that's it. a good idea. We put a fit on Lucy. Yes, hundred percent. And then you, who are your Brody? Sure. Quint, Hooper. Casey oh, is the no. mayor. Casey can be the mayor with that Casey dope ass Casey can be suit. Brody. I want to be Ben Gardner. Okay? Oh, of course. But you can't have the a face. star you have, of the show. You, you know? just yeah. have to be a floating head. I'm, not, I'm okay with that. Like a black suit, floating head. <laughs> the eye popped out. Yeah. 
love the it. fucking legend. Like, how did how did Ben Gardner die? First of all, that hole is tiny. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just like your head pops out. It. Like, yeah. how do you die in that scenario? Like, I also just love that. Like he's so. If we did that costume, the most people would come up to you and be like, "Are you Ben Gardner?" Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, Ben Gardner's here! <laughs> and do it with like a cardboard cutout around your head, like yeah. the bottom of the boat. That'd be uh, great. Uh, yeah, we got something here. <laughs> well, Matthew, out of fourteen questions, I'm I believe it's fourteen sure. questions. You only missed one, and you got two bonuses, which puts you at a dirty perfect. Hey. So you got a hundred, a hundred percent. 100%. Dirty perfect. Damn. See, you have a dirty perfect, which is amazing. Uh, Your first time on the pod. But now, next time you come on, you can strive for that perfect, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Very few people have that. So it's a perfect with an asterisk. It is. But it's more of like you proved yourself as an expert kind of thing. (laughs) Full and all. All right. I mean, great job. You taught us so much. much. It's been so much fun. Such a good guest. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. We can't wait to have you back for uh, Halloween time stuff. Oh, man. I'm so excited. You guys are you guys are speaking my language. You're talking horror movies. So. Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared <laughs> just talking about it. Uh-oh. I feel like I'm a kid. Anytime that someone talks about a horror movie, I'm like, my R's drop. I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs> I can't. Um, anything? Anything else? Any other? That's that's we just about get it. The shit out of here. That's about it. That for is me. about it. All right, we're gonna do our sign-offs now. Matthew, you have any last words? Any Farewell sign-offs? and adieu to you. Spanish ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that Quinn sings that. I know. Oh, I can't sing it very oh, well. I'll try to sing it for you. Farewell and adieu to you, Spanish I only know that show me the way, the way to go, go home. Boom, boom. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Boom, boom, well, I had a boom, little drink boom, about boom, an hour boom, ago boom, and it got right to my boom, head. Boom, boom, boom. All right. I think that's how we should end the show. Wherever I'm here. Yeah. All right. See you later. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.